Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. Welcome to this podcast from Silverdale Baptist Church. We hope to provide you and your family with practical, relevant, and most importantly, biblical strategies so that you can grow and thrive this holiday season. Welcome back in to Silverdale Baptist Church podcast, our holiday edition. I'm Ben Shoning, and once again, I am joined by my friends Caroline Crane Hello. and Taylor Hasty. And good to be here. It is great to be here. You know, last week, guys, we had a great conversation uh, about how to thrive during this holiday season. We, we talked specifically about what we were wanting our families to remember most about Christmas 2020. It, I, I guess in, in terms of, of, or in relations, let me say it like that, in relations of thinking about uh, thriving through this this Christmas season, I thought it would be great. It'd be really, really fun to talk about budgeting. Oh my God. As a way I'm to, super excited. Uh, yeah, Taylor, you what's what's be. that? What's that reaction? <laughs> well, I mean, because you're gonna tell me I can't spend all my money. Which you've told me before, which is why I didn't do that for Black Friday, but now I might spend it all this Friday. Why is it, and, and Taylor, I'm right there with you, and if 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 and when my wife is listening to this, she's going to choke on if, whatever. Is she not going to listen to this? Well, I don't know. But <laughs> she will choke on whatever she's eating or drinking or, or doing in that moment, because if she hears the word budget come out of my mouth, she's... She's gonna. Freak she might out. stand up and clap. I'm. I'm not. I'm not the budget. Do the slow clap. The budgeteer. Is that the like a rocketeer? Budgeteer. Is that a thing? So why do you think so many people have that that same reaction when we say the word budget? Why do you think, Caroline, that so many people have that reaction? I think so many people have that reaction because you're talking about their money. You're talking about how they spend their money, and you're talking about how they control their money, and nobody likes you in their business, let alone their money business. Sure. Well, what I want us to think through when we're talking about budgeting here today is is budgeting both our money and our time. Mm, gets so good. And mm. as a way that that will relate to helping us thrive through this this holiday season in, in 2020. And and if we just think about the the basic word budget, I mean, the, the, the basic understanding or definition that, that I'd like for us to kind of think through when it comes to budgeting is planning and managing. Well, back to strategy, right? I mean, we, we talked Absolutely. about that last week when we talk about thriving. If we're if that's the goal right. for this holiday season, we can't thrive without strategy, without a plan. So budgeting so, simply helps us create a strategy yes, that's right. to plan and manage our time and money. And and when we break it down like that, it really isn't a bad thing. I think what, what it feels, though, it feels like it's going to be restrictive, right? But uh, why would you think that budgeting would be important. If if anyone is like me, they have a tendency to enjoy spending. I mean, I enjoy spending and not everybody's like that. I, I, no, know I enjoy that, spending. But I, I mean, I do. I like to spend money and I, I, I like to to uh, spend money on people, on things, on food, on experiences. I just I enjoy it. And so 
the problem is is that there's a limited amount of sure. it. And so I, I think, can't just keep spending all the time. And so that's why budgeting is so important. Really what people like to do, they like to consume. Oh, they that's like to true. Consume. That's they don't right. like to pay. Yes. I like to, I like to consume. I like to buy, but I don't like to pay. It's a good point. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to spend my money. I, I do want to consume. That's right. But, but certainly we know that, that budgeting, it, it, it does alleviate stress. Most important, at least for our conversation, is it does help keep the main thing, the main thing. Oh yeah. But can you, and here's the thing, when you said that, it just dawned on me when you mentioned the stress of, of the holiday season and how that's kind of related to how we uh, spend our time and money what about thriving after Christmas? Mm. Like, can we thrive in January? Can we thrive because of Christmas? You oh, know, without and, having buyer's remorse. Right. Yes, exactly. Like, can we not get to January 20th and regret how we spent time and money through the holiday season? And, and that's a real thing. So many people are, are so incredibly stressed and, and, and anxious and fearful when that credit card statement is going to come in January. Because they know they've overdone it. Why do we overextend ourselves? Well, I think it's like Taylor said earlier, it's the experience. We, and what you said earlier, Ben, we want to consume. We want to have that experience. We don't want to pay for it. But a great way that we can overcome those things is if we sit down, we strategize so that we can continue to thrive through these holidays. I know that one of the ways that Matt and I do that is... Uh, we sit down and we make a plan over a date night. We sat down and we just really discussed what we wanted to to get for our son for Christmas. We talked about the things we wanted to do over the holiday season and and we have started doing that. And I think that that's a good way to honor God with our money and with our time Hmm. because we're being a good steward of those things. Hmm. I love that you use the word steward because I actually prefer that word to budget. I don't think it's as scary of a word. To me, you know, I, the way that I receive that word is so much better than budget. And I love the fact that you One's restrictive. Up, yeah, One's well, free. That's right. Stewardship does sound more free. And I, I also, Caroline, love the fact that you mentioned time and building off what Ben said a few minutes ago because we can, because we love to consume, we also want to do everything. So I want to say yes as much as possible. And so we can get to the week before Christmas and we're so tired that Christmas morning itself, which is supposed to be this time of joy and this time of just a celebration as a family, we're all so tired because of everything we did during the Christmas season. And that can carry on in through January. We can't thrive if we're just worn out. And so I love that you brought that up. Like, how do we steward our time? That's so Mm -hmm. wise. What do you think some of the traps that people fall in when it comes to, to, to budgeting uh, or, or the lack of budgeting their money. Why, why do you think people get themselves into trouble so much? What are some of the traps that you think people fall into? Oh, for women, easy comparison trap. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got... For men too sometimes. For men too. Absolutely. Well, I know it's a, it's a real thing with women because you're looking at somebody else's Instagram and on that Instagram you see their house and how they decorated for Christmas and the way they wrap their gifts and you're like, well... I don't have that, but I want that. That looks great. And you try and go out and you find it. And you, before you know it, you're spending, 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 or you're doing, 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 and you're not paying attention to what's right in front of you. Sure. And that's the, the house that God gave you a steward to be over and the money that God gave you to be a steward over, not somebody else, but, but what he gave you. And I think and it's so easy. And that comparison trap, 
I, I'm guilty of doing that oh, with my yes, boys. Oh, yes, absolutely. That yeah. their friends will have something, and, and I don't want them to feel like they're going without. And so I'll base a lot of times what I'm wanting my kids to have almost on this peer pressure of wanting them to have what, what someone else has. And it's There's so that human. pressure that comes from comparing. I can't help but think of that verse in, in Luke 12 where Jesus says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And I find myself getting into comparison traps too, um, just as guilty as the next person. And oftentimes what I don't like really, if you want to ask me why I don't really don't like budget with my resources, time, money, uh, what have you, is because I don't really want it to be revealed where my treasure is because mm-hmm. it's probably not mm-hmm. in the right place. Yeah. And so when, when my wife and I sit down and we talk about, okay, like we look at our calendar for the month and, and we put all the things that we have planned on there as a family and we, you know, we can see, okay, here are our free Mondays or here is, here's the Thursday night where we're going to have family dinner or here's the Saturday where there's nothing. And so that's going to be a family day spent together. And we look at all of that. So then if I, if I say, hey, I really on Thursday night want to go and do this thing, and she kicks that back at me and says, well, what about our family dinner that we had planned? It's been on the calendar. It's been up on the wall. You've seen it. Why are you planning to spend time away from our family on this night that we've had planned? Am I treasuring my family? Am I, am I holding that as the main thing in the moment, being reminded of the things that I, hey, I want to thrive in this season. I want to enjoy it. I want to make sure that I spend my time wisely. Or do I really just want to go do this thing that I want to do that, that's my thing? So the, the selfishness sometimes of valuing myself, treasuring myself over my family and really over what God has called me to more than anything mm. – and, and that's what's so convicting about this conversation in general is, man, sometimes what I spend, where my resources go, sure. that reveals what I treasure. So, Caroline, mm, you, you yes. talked about having a, a budget date with Matt. Mm-hmm. That, that's a great practical tip. What, Thank you. Taylor, what, what's a tool that you use for budgeting either time or money? Well, so we, we use the calendar. For our okay. time, you know that that's a that's a really big deal in our home is, is our calendar. The cool thing with technology is is that Julie ha- can have my calendar. She can share what she sees exactly what's going on in my life every day, so she knows kind of hey, this is a busy day for Taylor or whatever, so we can plan accordingly. You know, when it comes to money, we use Mint, which is this uh, program written by Quicken, and it catalogs all of our expenses. It does it automatically. I would highly recommend it because if we uh, if we have a conversation about our money, it is very, very clear. Okay, Taylor, you're spending way too much money on coffee this month. Perhaps we should back that down. If Julie says that to me, that's one thing. But if I sit down and I look and I go, oh my goodness, I've spent you know $40 at Starbucks in the last three weeks, that hits home in a different way because I can actually see it in front of me. And what Jen, Jen and I use an app called Every Dollar. Similar to so many budgeting apps that are out there, there are probably a ton. And I should throw out this disclaimer. We are not financial advisors, nor no, are no, no, we no, no. Don't take my financial advice. administrative experts. No, I think all of our spouses are actually the ones that Absolutely. budget our money. Absolutely. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> so yes. we, we use every dollar and, and it is it is a phenomenal app, but it still requires Jen and I communicating. It still requires yes, us working together right. and determining together what we're going to spend, what we value. So important, that communication. Uh, and, and same thing with time. We, we have to come together and, and develop a strategy and a plan because really this is pointing back to helping us thrive and not creating stress on the back end. Like Taylor, you talked about uh, there from the beginning. Thinking about the topic of stewardship, why is this topic of stewardship so important to God? Because it's all his anyway. 
I mean, Tony Evans says it so well when he says that we often pray to God, you know, what what should I do with my money? And that's totally the wrong prayer. You know, Dr. Yeah. Evans says, really, what we should be praying is, what do I need to do with your money and, and really your time? And, and if you think about the gifts that he's given each of us, the resources that he's entrusted us with, if we are to steward them wisely, that means we're not the owner. So we have to recognize who is the owner? Who am I going to give an account for the way that I have spent my time, my money, other resources, the, the gifts that I've been given? You know, and I, it's so important for us to realize, hey... God, this is yours. Well, what I appreciate, Caroline, when, when you talked about stewardship and Taylor, you're doing it too, we're changing the narrative of what, what our, what our kind of that, that vitriol reaction we have to budgeting. We're changing the narrative to, to stewardship and it pointing back to God, which is where it should. And going back to, if we're going to thrive in this holiday season, it has to be rooted and yes, it has to point back right. to the Lord. It that's has right. to. And that's what stewardship does is it, it does point back to everything. Belong, that's what God says in Job 41.11. Everything under heaven is mine. Genesis 1.1 starts with, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God created everything. It belongs to God. And so I love that Tony Evans says that, that God, what should we be doing with, with your, your money. money or with your time or with your resources? And, I, and I'll tell you guys this, because again, I, in, in, my, in my marriage... I fully acknowledge that I am the spender, Jen is the saver, and it initially early on in our marriage, it would drive me crazy. And it and it created tension, it created conflict at time uh, because it did it felt restricting, it felt like she was telling me what I could or couldn't do with with our money, my money, whatever however I wanted to spend it. When I recognized though that God had given her a gift of stewardship. It's mm, good. I wanted to press into that because I realized that wasn't Jen. Um, that was God in Jen. That budgeting is the practical application. Budgeting is the practical tools that we use, but stewardship is the godly attribute. Mm. That's what God is referring to in throughout the New Testament where it, it just simply means the, the manager of our life. If we recognize that our life is a resource, our life, every breath that we have is a gift from God, Amen. I'm supposed to be a steward of that. I'm supposed to be a wise manager of these resources. There's so much that we can gain from developing and implementing healthy budgeting strategies when it comes to, to developing a simple calendar, when it comes to developing a simple budget. What do you base your, uh, your budget on? Like for, for Caroline, for Cohen, for example, um, how many gifts do you get him? Do you do it that way? Do you do it uh, in terms of how much you're going to spend or, or, or tailor you two? Do you, do you, uh, do you develop your budget based on how much you're going to spend or how many gifts you're going to get your kids? Uh, well, we just have the one. So we're, we are more of dollar amount, not so much lean into how many gifts he gets, just dollar amount. We always want him to have an enjoyable, enjoyable Christmas morning, uh, and just kind of look back on that. And and so it's never really about the amount of gifts. It's, it's for us, we budget dollar amount. And whatever kind of fits into that is okay. is how we do Christmas. So we do it a little bit differently. We don't, we don't necessarily track the dollar amount, although the dollar amount is important. And we have a general idea for each of our kids with three kids. But we, we do three gifts uh, for each one of our kids. You know, um, even from a young age, reading them the Christmas story, they're familiar mm -hmm. with the gold frankincense and myrrh. And so we just kind of build off of that idea with our children that, Hey, here are the three gifts that you get from mom and dad. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, 
we don't really spoil them a lot at Christmas. We, we don't go way over the top, but, uh, you know, we also don't get them coal either. Sure. You know, we, we try. We, it's actually because, surprising. I know. I realize that I'm somewhat of a Scrooge, but fortunately my wife is a Christmas elf, sure. as I've said, so she makes up for that. But I, I think there's a, everybody wants you know, there's that image of the kid bounding down the stairs, just fired up, and that the, it's Christmas the wow morning. Factor. Yeah, and we Matt all used to love hyperventilate, that. legit hyperventilate wow. when he was little. So I think he really wants Cohen to do that sure. too. Well, and there's probably that idea, like, hey, our kids get up at four o'clock in the morning, but I got to tell you, I, just one real quick key for Christmas morning is to uh, award whoever sleeps in the longest with the opening of the first present. Yeah, and ooh, so in our competitive household, man, they they they'll they make it to at least six o'clock before they they bound down the stairs. But you are you're looking for that wow factor, but it's just three gifts in our house. And I really, I really like that. And and I think Jen and I have talked about kind of adopting that mentality because I'm guilty of wanting that wow factor. And and then I, I make it about something it shouldn't be about. And mm-hmm. and stewardship ultimately has to do with keeping the main thing. Keep the main, the main thing. thing the main thing. Yeah. And that's right. We, we said this, we said this last week, that we all have uh, these desires of what we want Christmas to be about this year, and they're good things. We need to keep that main thing, mm-hmm. the main thing. So we, we certainly want to provide resources for everyone. Where can we find those, Carolyn? Oh, you can always find our resources in our show notes. Just scroll through there and look, look through that. And we have another interview that we did with uh, Brian and Natalie, soon to be... Casey. Soon to be Casey. Soon yeah. to be Casey. They sit down with Andrew and Courtney Smith, who are an amazing couple that that they do budgeting really, really, yes, really, really yes, well. They do. Both time and money. Uh, so check that out. Oh, the conversation is so good. It was really, really good. Well, thank you guys for that. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to this podcast from Silverdale Baptist Church. Next time, Ben, Caroline, and Taylor will continue the discussion of ways to use God's word for us to grow and thrive this season and beyond. If you like what you've heard, remember to subscribe to this podcast, click like, and then share it with your friends and family. This podcast is produced by the creative team at Silverdale Baptist Church. Connect with us anytime at SilverdaleBC.com. Merry Christmas and have a wonderful week. Well, I hope this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the Connect Card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a sermon series called The Seven Commands of Christ. Jesus gave dozens of commands, and as followers of Jesus, we should obey all of them. Over the next several weeks, we are focusing on seven that will change your life. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses, or you can attend online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. You know, there's so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing here at Silverdale. And we really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on the different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.